At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This Day in Crime is released every day, Monday through Saturday. For ad-free listening and exclusive bonus content, subscribe to TenderFit Plus at tenderfitplus.com or on Apple Podcasts. Let's start the show. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm Todd McComas, and I have eight TVs in my house. Is that too many? Because I just think a room without a TV is incomplete. Like, I have a 50-inch TV in my kitchen. Now, some people might say that's excessive, and to those people I say, well, keep in mind, it's also a radio. So I could throw on Pandora for some easy listening while I'm cooking, or I could put it on Hulu to watch some Next Level Chef for inspiration. So I don't personally think that's too many. Now, if I put one in the bathroom, then yes, you have an argument. Maybe I've gone too far, but I would never even think to install a TV in my bathroom because I put a thing on the wall that holds my phone and it works great. Now I can text and watch Netflix while I poop. And that's what it's like to be married to me. Now let's dive into some crime news. Here's my lead in. Justice for Harmony, Attack of the Clones, A Dirty DEA Agent, A Cold Case Gets Hot, Paying for the Past, and A Fiery Dispute Over Bacon. All coming up on this Day in Crime. It's sad to think about how many awesome people aren't able to have children. Especially when a story like this one reminds you that for some reason, people who are the opposite of awesome seem to have no trouble at all having kids. Whether evolutionary advantage is to blame, I'm not sure, but this is a scientific fact according to my own world experience. And I'll just call it for what it is. Shitbag humans have absolutely no problem making other humans. And it's a damn shame, especially in the case of Harmony Montgomery, a five-year-old girl who's been missing since December of 2019. It's a sad and tragic story, but now at least there's some justice in her case because yesterday, a jury in New Hampshire found her father, Adam Montgomery, guilty of her murder. Adam was accused of beating his daughter, Harmony, to death after she messed her pants in their car because he's a monster. And if that adjective seems a bit harsh, then please know that after he beat his daughter to death, he pulled into a Burger King drive-thru, ordered himself some food, and ate it. Right there in the car. First of all, no one chooses to eat Burger King. And secondly, this man has absolutely no soul. 
prosecutors alleged that in the months following her death, he kept Harmony's body in a cooler stowed above a vent in a shelter he shared with his wife and two sons. Then he moved her body to a closet until the neighbors complained about the smell, at which time he moved her body to a freezer where he worked. I mean, this is her dad we're talking about. A dad who prosecutors allege on the early morning hours of March 2020 carted his daughter's body away in a U-Haul to dump her remains at an undisclosed location, a location at which her body has yet to be found. But fortunately, you don't need a body to charge someone with murder. And if you have enough evidence, you don't need a body to convict. And in this case, Harmony's stepmom, Adam's wife, testified against him after admitting she had helped move Harmony's body and lied to police to hinder their investigation. She's currently serving an 18-month sentence for her role, and Adam is currently serving a 30-year sentence for an unrelated firearms conviction. So obviously, whatever sentence he gets for the murder of his daughter will ensure he never breathes non-prison air ever again. And to that I say, good riddance. Did you know that people are out here cloning animals? Well, they're not supposed to be. A Vaughn, Montana man has been charged with federal conspiracy to clone large horned sheep. What? Yeah. From January 2013 through at least October 2022, dude was cloning sheep, rare sheep, endangered sheep, the Marco Polo Argali sheep, the largest of all wild sheep. These things weigh over 300 pounds and they're native to the highest elevations of China, Pakistan, Afghanistan, and two other stands I can't pronounce. But as I said, they're on the endangered species list, so it's against federal law to traffic them into the states or to sell or buy them. So here's what this guy, Arthur Jack Schubarth did. In January, 2013, he got his hands on part of a Mel Marco Polo Argali sheep that was killed in one of those stands I can't pronounce. And then Jack managed to get those parts into the US and came to an agreement with an unnamed third party that would store the parts for him. Two years later, he signed a contract to have the sheep cloned and put a deposit down of $4,200. That seems like a pretty cheap deposit for a cloning. And then in November 2016, Jack received 165 cloned embryos of this sheep, and six months later, a male sheep was born from one of those embryos. The next year, Jack started harvesting semen from that science sheep to artificially inseminate other sheep to create hybrid sheep. And it became a huge enterprise and involved some other folks that Jack has now agreed to rat out. Jack's plea agreement says the fair market value of everything he exchanged with the other buyers and sellers was worth up to $550,000. And I get it. There's a lot of money to be made this way. And even though it's against the law, some would argue, Who's the victim? And I would suggest those people watch Jurassic Park. This is, this is magnificent. Oh yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and, and screaming. Man, I just wish there was a way to keep our show free for listeners and offer them some really good deals on some really cool stuff. Oh, shit. There is. We'll be right back. 
Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. As a retired cop, I can tell you that no one hates dirty cops more than non-dirty cops. I had the pleasure of locking up a few dirty cops in my day, and listen, I got more satisfaction out of working those few cases than I did the thousands of others I worked combined. So this next story gave me a lot of pleasure. Let's go to Buffalo, New York, where veteran DEA agent Joseph Bongiovanni is on trial for accepting bribes from the mafia. According to federal prosecutors, Dirty Joe provided mobsters an umbrella of protection that derailed investigations of his childhood friends and covered for a sex trafficking strip club. In case you're not aware, that's not what DEA agents are supposed to do. During his trial thus far, prosecutors have betrayed Dirty Joe as a greedy racist who pocketed more than $250,000 in cash-stuffed envelopes for over a decade ought to throw his colleagues off by opening bogus case files and encouraging them to spend less time investigating Italians and more time on Blacks and Hispanics. Now, I have to tell you that Dirty Joe has denied the counts of bribery, conspiracy, and obstruction of justice that could land him in prison for life, and that his attorney says that these charges are built on lies so fanciful that they don't just strain credibility, they rip it apart. Unquote. Dirty Joe's trial is the latest gut punch to the DEA, which has seen at least 16 agents brought up on federal charges since 2015. Their crimes have included child pornography, drug trafficking, leaking intelligence to defense attorneys, and selling firearms to cartel associates. Hell, one even laundered money for a cartel in Colombia. And I do not want to diminish the dangerous and hard work of all the good agents out there because there's overwhelmingly more of them 
than there are Dirty Joes in that agency. And that's exactly why every good cop out there should be throwing a giant party every time one of these scumbags gets caught shitting on their badge. By the way, Joe has not been convicted yet, so I'm holding off my party until we hear for sure. But I am chilling the champagne, because if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. Other stories that make my day are cold cases being reopened and solved. And this is a rare one because it doesn't appear that this one was solved by science. 24-year-old Kellyanne Workman of Missouri was last seen mowing the lawn at a rural cemetery in the summer of 1989. A week later, her body was found in a creek some 10 miles away, and her death went unsolved for more than three decades. But this week, authorities announced that three men had been arrested on charges of first-degree murder, forcible rape, and first-degree kidnapping in her case. The men were identified as Wiley Belt and brothers Leonard Dwight Banks and Bobby Lee Banks. And according to the Douglas County Sheriff's Department, all three of these men were suspects in her attack since the very beginning. In fact, they obtained DNA from one of these men in 1999, but the comparative analysis was inconclusive. So what was the big break in this case? Well, according to the prosecutor, the key piece of investigation was a person who came forward with new information rock-solid information, according to the prosecutor. They haven't released who this person is, but they said that this person has been in contact with previous investigators on the case, but was not a suspect and had obviously not shared this information until recently. The prosecutor added that he believes this case is as good as a 1989 case can ever be, and he's confident it will end with convictions. So hats off to the coppers that worked the case, and fingers crossed that the prosecutor's right. Speaking of rare cases, here's another one for you. This one's out of Columbus, Ohio, a city tragically named after a 15th century Italian explorer that was not a good person. 50-year-old Deshaun R. Stewart has been charged with two counts of murder in connection with a 2006 shooting that injured Wendell C. Davis, who died 17 years later from his injuries. Now, so far, news reports are missing some pretty important details about how police know that Stewart was the man who shot Davis back in 2006, but by all accounts, it seems a foregone conclusion that he was. Davis, who was 34 at the time of the shooting, was wounded and left paralyzed. And after his death in 2023, an autopsy found that Davis's death was directly linked to the gunshot injuries he had suffered in 2006. Evidently, that bullet had been lodged in his spine for the last 17 years. And I assume there's some precedent for this somewhere, but this is the first time that I have personally heard of this happening, and I think it's great. Since that bullet that remained lodged in Davis's spine resulted in his death, Stewart now faces a murder charge and is being held without bond. Which proves two things. Time doesn't always heal old wounds, and it absolutely doesn't erase horrible shit you did in the past. Time to pay the piper, Deshaun. I know this might come as a bit of a shocker, but we're going to end today's episode on a Florida man story. According to court documents, a woman claimed she removed $20 from her boyfriend's wallet while he was asleep so she could go buy them some bacon for breakfast. I think that was a very sweet gesture. What guy doesn't want to wake up to bacon? 
Doors and Miller is the answer to that question, her boyfriend. Because she told police once he woke up, he accused her of taking $40 from his wallet. And when he couldn't find that extra $20, he went bananas. Bananas enough that she was afraid it was gonna get physical. So she packed up some stuff in her backpack and left. And then at some point, she received a video via text of all her clothes being burnt in the backyard. So she called the police. And when the police showed up at the house, Dorson took off running. Maybe he thought he had warrants or something, I don't know, but he didn't. And now he can add fleeing from police to his charge of criminal mischief. Congratulations, Dorson, you just turned a misdemeanor into a felony when he could have just been sitting at home enjoying some bacon. That's all I have for today, so make sure you come back tomorrow to go back in crime with Jessica Knoll. I'll see you on Monday. This Day in Crime is a production of Tinderfoot TV in partnership with Odyssey, produced in association with Burning Mountain Productions. Executive producers are Donald Albright and Payne Lindsay. Jessica Nola and myself are co-executive producers. Today's episode is hosted and written by me, Todd McComas. You've been listening all week to my other co-hosts and writers, Laura Benson and Eric Quintana. Sean Nerney is our lead producer and editor. John Street and Tracy Kaplan are the supervising producers, along with additional production by Dennis Cooper, Dayton Cole, Cena Pritchard, and Jordan Foxworthy. Original music by Makeup and Vanity Set. The cover art is by Byron McCoy and Isabella Maxey. Special thanks to the team at UTA, Beck Media and Marketing, and the Nord Group. Sources for today's episode can be found in the show notes, and you can follow us on social media at This Day in Crime. If you enjoy this podcast, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And don't forget to check out Saturday's Back in Crime episode written and hosted by Jessica Knoll. I'll see you on Monday.